younger. So I figured the best place to make those dreams come true are in isolation. So I walked into isolation as David Goggins, but I walked out of isolation as Goggins. When you become a savage, is in isolation. That's when your mind changes. That's when your focus changes. Your dedication changes. Gain focus. Isolation is the key to strengthening your mind. You know, one way of looking at unhappiness is people who are, in one way or another, in a tunnel. They say, the only way to live is this way. They're not happy with it, but it seems the only way. I I've got to love this person, though it's not making me happy. I've got to do this job, though it's a prison. I've got to live in this place, though I don't like it. You know, we can unpick some of those things and, and say, really, is that, is that abs absolutely necessary? We're human beings are brilliant at building themselves cages and throwing away the key. We are built to constantly compare ourselves to other people. We're always thinking of what the other person has and how we are in relation to them. Are we getting as much attention as that other person? It started off when we were children. Are we getting more attention than our siblings from our parents? So we're continually comparing ourselves in rank and power and status to the people around us. For the most part, our thinking is born of obsession and usually wrapped up in a whole lot of junk from the outside. Past things, things that we project into the future, stuff we saw on TV, stuff that we heard on the internet, something somebody said to us. Most of our thinking is not serving us because it doesn't come from stillness. It's a form of activity, not action. I want them to come up against the point where they're gonna give up and quit. And they're gonna sit there and nobody else is giving up and quitting and they're gonna go all in more and they're gonna start believing that there's something on the other side of that emotion. They're gonna believe that there's something past the story of their past because they're stretching themselves out of the known. And it takes a tremendous amount of awareness, repetition, information, model building, sharing, understanding, experiencing to finally have a person get to the point where they just let go. You better be real careful with the words that you tell yourself because that right there, how you view yourself, how you talk to yourself, how you look in the mirror and how you perceive yourself, that's the same way you're gonna see the world, the same way you're gonna to talk to the world, and the same thing you're gonna get out of the world. Mm -hmm. So you better be real careful on the story you tell yourself on how you feel about yourself. Otherwise, what are you gonna expect? The, the, the origin of wisdom according to the Greeks was know thyself, right? And I believe that very firmly, that knowledge about who you are is an end in itself and will help you in so many ways become that human being that I think we all have the potential to become. The first and most important thing is that you have to understand that if 95% of who you are is a set of unconscious programs, then the first step is lighting a match in a dark place. If you want to become someone else, you've got to become aware of who you are. How you can change your circumstances by changing your attitude. Your attitude towards life will determine what you get. If you're avoidant and hostile towards people, a hostile person will tend to create hostility around him. Revelation is very clear. 
Revelation is very eminent. Revelation is what's being revealed to you, what's right in front of your eyes. If only you stop thinking. But I told myself, the guy that hires me is gonna be proud he picked me. So what do you gotta do? You gotta show up every day. And what happened is I was on this path. Here's that path right there. Mm. It just glows. And all of a sudden, people start jumping off the path over time. Kids, drugs, failure, it doesn't matter, excuses. I don't care what it is, but if you stay on that path and people are jumping off, you show up and guess what happens? You become the oldest guy in the team. I think that you don't suffer less. You suffer differently. And the most important thing is if you're not alone. Probably the most difficult thing in all our experiences and certainly in the experience of pain or loss or suffering or ache is not to be alone. Each time I feel anger at my sibling or my mother or, or friend for saying something that I misinterpreted, I go, that's your ego speaking. You, these people weren't saying something that was personal. You just have your ego, which is always getting in your way. Question it. You see, the moment your life will change is the moment that you turn your reasons of why you can't into your reasons of why you can. You learn to love yourself in the context of your relationships with others. It's, it's, it's interactive. You, do do, you need a good amount of self-awareness, but you also need to be in relationships because it's people who help you become more aware. It's simple. Knowledge, experience, wisdom. Philosophy, initiate that philosophy, master mm -hmm. it. Mind, body, soul, thinking, doing, being, learning it with your head, applying it with your hands, knowing it by heart. And this is the journey of knowledge because when you learn that information and you really study it, you are going to begin to see the world differently because yeah. your brain is changing. Imperfection stalks us. I don't think we will ever overcome it. And indeed the quest to be immortal, to be free of blemishes, to be always correct, to say and feel always the appropriate thing is in itself a form of madness and wrongness. And I think that we best accommodate ourselves to the conditions of life by accepting in an a priori way that we are flawed, those around us will be flawed, we will make errors, those around us will make errors. We are largely in the dark, therefore we need to go easy on ourselves and be generous towards others. If I could stay connected to the emotions of my future all day long. There's no way I would be looking for when it would be happening. How could I look for when it would be happening if I feel like it's happening? I wouldn't look anymore, which means I wouldn't be separate from it. And that's when you start creating the magic. So that somebody else tells you, I too have gone through this. That's why we read books that inspire us from other people who have also lost and found their way back and saw the light again, and we created new hope, and reconnected with someone, and allowed themselves to love again, and have another child, and start another business, whatever it is. You know, so you, what you, you go through it, but you have a sense that there is that thing called going through it, and that you can come out of it on the other side, right. that there is hope. You want to love life. You want to love fate. And what fate means 
things happen to you you can't control. You didn't control who your parents are. You didn't control what city you were born into, what school you went into. You didn't control whether you were born rich or poor, right? There's much you can't control. That's fate. Accept it for what it is. Stop whining and stop going, I want something else. Embrace your world, your life. The, our fear of death is probably the greatest influence on our behavior. Revelation is literally like, it's not something very mystical. It's look at what's right in front of you. Most of the times if there's a crisis, if we just stop, sit, and open our eyes, the path is revealed right in front of us.